0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truth to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Often when we see Jesus as a guest in someone's home for a meal, there is a singular event that stands out. In Luke chapter 4, Jesus uses this opportunity to make several points or to teach several lessons. It is likely that Jesus always taught several things at these events, but God chose not to have them recorded in other passages. Today on Drawing Near, the Lord continues giving practical and eternal wisdom. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 4, and study Rewarded at the Resurrection. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And Father, as we come to you today, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege of coming into your presence. And Father, it doesn't matter how often we delay or how inconsistent we are. You are grateful to have us come before you, even though, Father, you desire us to do so faithfully, even unceasingly. Father, help us to recognize your presence always. Help us to Devote ourselves to worshiping you, to following and serving you. Teach us through this passage, Father. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Luke 14, verse 12, we read, Then he also said to him who invited him, When you give a dinner or a supper, do not ask your friends, your brothers, your relatives, nor rich neighbors, lest they also invite you back and you be repaid. But when you give a feast, invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. For you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. As we look at Luke chapter 14, verses 12 through 14, I think what Jesus is saying here is interesting. Even though it's a cultural thing, they gave dinners, the wealthy gave dinners, they gave parties, and they invited people who They wanted to impress. Oftentimes, these dinners were designed simply like many dinners, I guess, are today among the wealthy. They're designed to draw a crowd of wealthy people together and highlight how wealthy the individual is giving the meal or how important they are, those kinds of things. Honestly, all I can do is speculate at this point because I've never been a part of that crowd and most of you haven't either. But Jesus seems to be addressing those kind of individuals when he talks about giving this supper, this dinner. What's interesting to me about this passage is, earlier in chapter 14, there is a man present at this meal who had dropsy. Again, we don't know if that person was a relative or simply planted there to test the Lord Jesus regarding healing on the Sabbath. And I believe it's important for us to understand This meal is taking place on the Sabbath. There were certain cooking and meal preparation restrictions regarding the Sabbath. Whether those were being observed and just haven't been highlighted, I have no idea. But these things are all taking place at this dinner. And so Jesus tells this individual that when you give a dinner or a supper, that you're not to invite those people who run in your circle people like your friends, your brothers, your relatives, your rich neighbors. And the reason why you're not supposed to invite them is because they're in all likelihood going to reciprocate. They're going to invite you back and repay you for the meal that you provided them. What's the big deal about this? Well, honestly, we do this kind of thing. We invite people to our home or we take people out to eat then later on they invite us to their home and they take us out to eat. But it seems to be part of the intention that I'll invite these people over to my home, and then they will reciprocate by having me as a guest or an honored guest in their home. It seems to be like I'll scratch your back, you'll scratch mine, that kind of a thing. Again, we can't tell for certain, but that appears to be here. But the issue is you will be repaid by the individuals you invite to your meal. Rather, Jesus says in verse 13, when you give a feast, now that's different than a dinner and a supper, right? When you give a feast, when you're throwing this great big, granderous kind of meal, don't invite the rich, your family, your friends, or, but rather invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind. Invite those individuals who typically aren't included in these kinds of things. Invite the individuals that you may not even want to associate with, or that the crowd you run with certainly doesn't want to associate with. Invite these people. An example, Jesus tells a story about a rich man and Lazarus, how a rich man ate and drank sumptuously, gave parties all the time, And Lazarus laid at the door of his gate, and only the dogs came and licked his wounds, and he had nothing, and he eventually died sick and and maimed. What would have happened if that rich man had taken Lazarus in for a feast? In all likelihood, he would have been the talk of the town and not in a good way. That's what Jesus is talking about here. He's talking about when you have a feast, invite the people who never get invited to a feast and can't repay you. He's talking about having compassion. He's talking about taking a look at other people who oftentimes are overlooked. Let's be honest. Not many of us want to throw a feast and invite the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind. That might be an uncomfortable situation. We might be a part of going to a a hall somewhere, a fellowship hall or convention hall, and serving these kinds of individuals. But we're talking about throwing a feast in your home you hosting it, you caring and serving for these individuals. This is a big ask. This is a huge thing, especially in Jesus's culture, but we can identify with it even in ours. Verse 14 says, and you will be blessed. You'll be blessed in doing this. And many of us can say, well, uh, maybe I'll be blessed, but I'm not so sure I want to be blessed for doing this kind of a thing. The reason why you're blessed is because they can't repay you. They have nothing to offer you. And then Jesus says, For you shall be repaid at the resurrection of the just. Not at the resurrection, but at the resurrection of the just. Or another word for that word just is, at the resurrection of the righteous. You see, this is righteous behavior. This is good and holy and godly behavior. This is what God does for us. God invites us, as we're going to see in our next study, to come and be a part of this feast with the Lord Jesus Christ when we are the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind. You and I may not identify with these types of individuals in our culture, but we should. We should identify with individuals who are members of the third world countries in our world, or the people who are on the other side of the tracks, or the people who look different, act different or live a different lifestyle than we We should identify with what many might call the down and outers, because we are, spiritually before God, a down and outer. And that is very, very hard for us to honestly embrace. We know that in our minds. We even know that in our hearts. But that doesn't mean we embrace and embody that identity in this relationship. We need to be humbled and that humility lead us to righteous living. And that's what Jesus is calling for here. He's saying when you give a dinner or supper, when you throw a feast, invite those people who can't throw a feast, who can't enjoy a feast, invite them, cater to them, serve them, care for them. This is righteous behavior, and you will be repaid at the resurrection of the just. Now, before we finish, the question might come up, well, is this a work salvation? No. But only those individuals who enter the resurrection are those individuals who have been justified by the grace of God. And I believe with all of my heart, and they bear fruit of that justification. That's something to consider here. I hope you and I will think through these practically wise and eternally wise statements, these things that tell us about faith, about humility, about About compassion in anticipation of the resurrection and the reward that comes with it. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this passage. And I pray, Father, that it will resonate with us, that we will hear it, that we will apply it in the various avenues of our lives in which this is applicable. Give us discernment to do that under the leadership of your Holy Spirit as we seek to follow Christ. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.